Hello. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hello. Are we, are we live? Are we doing this? We're here. We're back. Hello, everyone out there in TV land on the Twitch stream tonight. We are episode seven of DiceWise Entertainment presents the Age of Ashes Adventure Path, sponsored by Fantasy Grounds. We are using their platform. Rob Hammond can't be with us tonight, so I have a new trigger man. Please say hello to Superfan, turned Jarrett the intern, turned DM in his own right at twitch.tv forward slash GM's cut, where we are running the Simply Second Edition podcast and live stream. And we are running around in Jared Mercer's world, the world of Rotram. Did I say that right? Did I say that right, Jared? Close enough. Oh, close enough. <laughs> there he is. Rutran. Sorry, Rutran? Rutran. You'll, you'll yes. have to like you have to put it in the chat here to spell, and then uh, I know. Just put it right in the in the chat window for everyone that to see. That could be the wrong pronounce, pronunciation. Let's just say I've been okay. playing around with the lettering. Well, I, I've got you on a video. It's tagged on our YouTube channel, and it's up there with the terrible spelling. Who's responsible for that? But we'll move on. Yeah. Also, of course, in the house, my resident rules lawyer. Why? Because while I'm reading and trying to run this podcasting network, I read the monsters, I read the adventure, but what's evil damage? What's shoddy armor? What, 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 what? Well, he doesn't have a character to play at the moment. I kind of... Knocked him out after a bucket brigade, but he's still a valuable member of our team. Mr. Joe Gibson is in the house tonight. Hello, hello. Did you get the emails I sent you? Did you? Are you ready? Yeah, are you, so are you I, ready I, to back I got me? that lovely little <laughs> chain. My phone was just fucking almost on fire. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Where did we leave off? Well, we're going to start with our cast of characters. Um, we have playing a rare breed. Sure, he loves beer. All, all dwarves do, but. Elbrick Stonechugger, the Dwarven Sorcerer, running off of Charisma. Now, if you don't know, Charisma is not a big stat build for a Dwarf. So taking the handicap, taking one for the team, trying to be amusing and probably one of our top Scottish accents, Mr. Matt Witt is in the house. <laughs> top Scottish, sometimes. Hello, everybody. Uh, running running a close second in the in the world of... Sc- I, I gotta ask, like, is anybody actually here Scottish besides like my one-quarter ancestry? Anyone? I, I'm half Scott. Oh, are you? I am. Okay, comes natural to you then. Half German, half Scottish. Oh, cool. Do you want to know what else comes natural to me? Besides Beer. your... Besides your... <laughs> <Beer>. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I find the ancestry tree interesting. I do. You know, we're Canada and US and it's a melting pot. Sure. But I just... I do find that kind of interesting in the different cultures. So, moving on. Um, not that this is a competition, you know, but... Uh, you know, ranking close second, close second with a Scottish accent. We have returning from his absence, uh, Mr. Frank Hamilton playing Theowen of no apparent last name. What clan are you from, Theowen? Um, you know, we haven't really much talked about clans <clears throat> and all that. We have a big, big dwarven last name for us to, uh, do I have one? You know, that's a, that's a great idea. But my, my full name is Dewan, son of Dorn Crosshammers. Fireproof and fearsome. So my clan would be crossed hammers. Oh, okay, cool. Can work with that. Very cool. Yes. I like it. And you have now you did you did talk about the crossed hammers on your uh clan dagger. We were getting into clan daggers and everyone's got their little symbol on there, and you were talking about crossed hammers. I remember that. The man who has more chest hair than he knows what to do with, wafting in the wind, even when there's no breeze. Think about it. Does he have mental control? Miros. I want to say the fresh maker. Um, but I'm looking at the name here, and it's kind of like ANV dot dot. Anvil Bender. Anvil Breaker. Anti-something. Ryan Messina's in the house tonight. We'll just go with that. Hello, hello! Yes. Always glad to be around and making Jeff get tongue-tied on little words like my last name. Common is fun. 
It is. <laughs> it's the funnest. So, uh, not with us this evening. Um, couldn't be here. We have Jared. Thank you again for stepping in and being my trigger man and watching and monitoring our chat. As uh, Merciless Mercer, is that uh, what you got going on? Okay, so people know who you are. The Merciless one. Crafty uh, Mercer. Cra- uh, crafty. Merciless. That's Cra- only my DM handle, Merciless. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, also not with us tonight. Dice um, Wise Entertainment's executive producer, Cheryl Ball, is not with us this evening. And... We have, uh, fortunately, a, a story split where last time the arsonist Calmont was confirmed. He blabbed a whole bunch of stuff under some mild interrogation where we used too much rope. They took him home, half the party, and half the party stayed. Why? Because there's no way Dahlgren, true seeker, was going to leave when he heard or thought or spilled too much lore about not an elf gate, but elf gates, plural. Switching to Dwarven now for all of his chatting in front of the goblins who are quite grateful but they're still blocked out of their home one Dolgan True Seeker Miros Anvilbender Albrecht Stonechucker spend the night planning Theon escaping sorry <clears throat> escorting the arsonist home with Mera of Desna they turned him over to the temple which promptly turned him over to the guards so the great dream house on the left side the west side of the map, big roundish building. Yep, is where our, our is where our halfling has gone and staying the night. Theoan, did you want to just turn back around and trug, trudge up the hill for two miles in the middle of the night in the dark and join your guys on the hill, or did you want to find other accommodation? Well, I'm not much one for staying around when, especially when there's things exciting to do out there. Uh, I'd be okay for traveling at night. I can see in the dark as well as any dwarf. Okay. Uh, you're willing to risk uh, random encounters because I'm pretty sure like they're secure on the hill. And if you wanted to spend a night at Caden's Keg or something and just got up really early and got out there at a decent time on your own, day is safer than night. But like you said, if you can see in the dark and other things can't, besides smell you, could take your chances, sure. Let's see. Um, well, if I stick around till morning, there's 10 gold waiting for me. Oh, that's right. How much did we offer to pay you to bring in? You guys want to get the... Yeah. Oh, no, I, I know exactly how much was offered. That'd be 10 gold. And we've made contact with goblins. I believe that's 20. Yes. Was it a head or was it total? No, I, I think, think that was, was I think that was 20 per goblin. No, I think we've that talk, was We've 20. talked to them all. We, we talked about the gold pay, piece inflation and how everything's silver now. So that's like 200, you know, ye old gold is it's worth like 200 gold. So I think they, you know, want to give you. Anyway, it's late. So do you want to stay and try and find the council? in their burned down building in the morning, try to contact uh, the council members as it were, get your payment. Or do you want to just sit on that for now? I think we can just sit on that for now. That money is as good as in the bank. Sure. Oh yeah. So let's, let's get me trotting back across the wilderness there in the dark at night, back to, back to our new home. Random encounters in the middle of the night. There's nothing more dangerous than a dwarf over short distances. So I'm fairly confident. I like it. I like it a lot. Toss those in here. 17. Ooh, that sounds pretty low. It I, does. I think something, you know, might actually beset you in the middle of the night. Can I have, as you're traveling in exploration mode, trying to find your way back to a spot in the middle of the night? Uh, I don't think there's a road, but there's got to be some kind of beaten path. I mean, it was a back and forth. You know, they obviously used the town. Now, they had they were secure. They could take supplies right from Shelly Axe. They didn't even have to, like, use the town. Now, to be honest, though, Jeff, um, 
I'm just going to say he could probably hear us from town. <laughs> yeah, right. There's instead of smoke, there's like a, a big we are celebrating dwarven <laughs> shadow puppet party going on as they set half the hill ablaze. Yeah, no they, kidding. They talk about dwarven night okay. vision. So you but got your about dwarven echolocation. <laughs> You've got your beacon, Theon. I'll give them that. With a perception, Theon, you got. I got a twenty-one perception. You sense something. Oh, right. you think you, you you think you hear something. And at edge of your dark vision, you believe you see movement. A, I'll take me axe out and I'll say incoming. Well, if you're so eager to die, come at me. I don't have all day to kill you. I've well, got things to do. Stealth is an option. If this is a creature and you're upwind as opposed to downwind or downwind as opposed to upwind, as it, as it were, you know, you might just. Well, I've just used me dwarven stealth. Oh, okay. I've called it out. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> it's anti-stealth. You got like the wind holes in your axe and you just twirl it over your head, making that, you know, just, just in case you didn't know where I was. All right. The movement stops. Uh, oh, shit. And two green eyes regard you in the night, reflecting in the pale, pale moonlight. And a low growl is your response. What do you do? Oh, oh I'll growl back and prepare to <laughs> chop it. Okay. Intimidation? <laughs> I can growl do, beastie. Alright. Intimidation, let's see. Yep. Let's let's give it a roll. Ah yeah. Twenty. It leaves. Bye. <laughs> Con. There you go. Um Well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> well, there's a thing about combat encounter mode is you can actually have that before combat is certain. Uh just how we kind of screwed up the initial hostage situation in encounter exploration mode. Uh, exploration mode. Um, Theoen might have cowed, you know, something. So maybe Frank feels a little better. Now, I didn't force this. He had the option to stay. I actually brought it up. He didn't have to call out to it. He had the option for stealth. Yeah, right. Well, that's a dwarf. I did. And he did make the roll. So I don't want anybody thinking this crap is scripted. Okay? No, 20 just, just gave him. Yeah, no, I gave him options. I got, I got, okay. a, I got a plus he two. a low growl, and he's like, yeah, no, just <laughs> pulls out his. He's got his megaphone horn just to <laughs> amplify. <laughs> Starts running in the forest, chopping down a tree while angrily looking at the eyes. Yeah, really, just comes at him swinging and uh, making a bunch of noise. I'll I'll give my axe a nod, and then trot on. <laughs> <laughs> Is it so shiny you see a reflection, mistaking that there's a dwarf in there? Or dwarf? <laughs> <laughs> that's a second devastatingly handsome dwarf I see. Oh, that's just me, the Owen, the unabashedly <laughs> handsome, and trot along. All right, so. In the middle of the night, does anyone go walking in their sleep? You've partied. You're fearless first-level dwarf. <laughs> yeah, we did you a bit. Switching to, switching to the campsite. In the middle of the night, boys, do you go walking in your sleep? Have you guys uh, got to the point of, uh, you know, full consumption? I'm um, hitting me books. Are you now? Because I would love to have Joe look up fatigue and exhaustion for tomorrow's encounters. That would be awesome. Why don't you get right on that, books. Joe? <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> Relax and doing right. the huge okay so a little bit of party with the goblins they get out of hand like if you guys brought booze you know they will drink eat snack dance you know if we brought booze <laughs> i thought you were here to make booze and it, it, do you have any on your person it takes it, booze to make booze and that's the truth it implies that we're dry yeah you could go just scrape off some mushrooms and ring them out you know survival it's in that supplement uh ruling. times call for desperate measures yeah no kidding roasting mushrooms and uh drinking ale 
Dahlgren does his, you know, interpretive dance and tells the story. Interpretive of, dance. No, Dahlgren. interpretive dance. Think about that for a second. Is that not the most brilliant thing ever? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. He tells you the story about a halfling cavalier, not ye two years back, who worked for a um, Taldian uh, disgraced noble trying to reclaim his family name. And when coming upon um, a tree that actually spoke and had 200-year-old information for them, um, the ever-prepared halfling, who has a cavalier skill set, which apparently is only riding nobility and diplomacy, breached the gap and translated by digging deep into his training, pulling Sylvan out of nowhere and doing said interpretive dance. And maybe I've roasted too many mushrooms. Maybe Dahlgren has drank too much of your sweet ale. But he will now show you this dance. And that's what he's doing, Theon, when you come upon them in the middle of the night. You've got Al just kind of leaning back, reading his books, you know, smiling on it, Dahlgren. Miros, what are you doing while this is going on? The goblins are into it. They're like circle chanting Dahlgren. Yeah, yeah, take it off. I had a clip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, sorry, no one speaks goblin. That was for the audience. I walk over to Albrecht. He looks touched, Albrecht. Remember our one cousin, Corey? He reminds me of him. Touched. Aye. But sometimes the best of us are. Aye. But I mean, he's really touched. I mean, laddie, just now this afternoon, you were dangling an unconscious halfling off of the tower using him as a marionette. I was having fun. And I was also getting my gains. That's what you look Look at this. See that? It's my quad. It's never popped like that before. I need to push more halflings off of cliffs. <laughs> and, and he's wondering why we're two players short tonight. They're just like, no. He's too crazy. <laughs> he's crazy. He's touched. See to your mead. Leave me to my books. Hey, you look like me a halfling that dangle off a cliff. You think two goblins would be about the same weight as a halfling? I don't know. Ask them. Hey, you two wee ones. Come here. Murrows has a question for you. Yep, there. No, he asked hey. me. No, he asked you. No, he asked <laughs> us. What do you want? <laughs> Come here. I need to go test me something there. Sure, in the sure. name of science. Yeah. And in, in the name of Theon. I don't see straight right now. I, uh, yeah. No. Okay, sure. Yeah. Hero guy. All right. Hold this you. rope. We go to Rusa. Thank you for saving us all over your boots. <laughs> I don't think they can handle your ale. That's okay. Just get away from Halbrick. If you get down to his books, he'll do something fiercer to you than I'll ever do. All right. So you give him a rope to hang on to. Yeah, he does. Well, if you didn't want to segue at that, I can get very descriptive about what, uh, what we do. Knock yourself out. I'll give you one night of how we spend our time, downtime. You guys are going to spend so much downtime like doing actual work in Breach Hill and stuff. You guys, first night, first adventure, put out the fire, save the goblins. It's party time. It's camp. You're away from people. No one can see your weird fetishes and stuff. No, I'd say go for it. Won't we'll spend too much time on this. All right. I, I would like to lasso both of them together while then climbing up into the parapets and then dangle them off of it and use them as a weight. I'll lower them and then I'll raise them and then I'll lower them and then I'll raise them. So you're going to climb back up onto the parapet or just get in the front door and get them to follow you all the way back up there. I got to get my have to get my gain somehow. Okay. They lose a lot of weight through retching. I'll give you that. Okay, uh, that's why I brought two. Okay. So, Theon, a bunch of goblins. Um, Meros is missing. The goblins are f- slightly fewer. One's dancing. One's reading. Everyone's having a good time without you. I think you made the right decision. And, no. he, pass- and he passes out from a force march. No. What, uh, <laughs> what do you want to do with Theon? As I, I look around, I'll point at uh, the old soothsayer. I don't know who you're trying to court with that dance, but it's unsightly. Stop it. And as the other one tries to uh, 
make off with a bunch of goblins? Well, maybe it's working for him. What do I know? But I know one thing. <laughs> I've, I've traipsed across the, the boonies to get back here, hoping there'd be something's going on. It looks like you're up to no good, wasting me beer, or our beer. It's all mine anyway. Wasting our beer on goblins? Yeah. I don't know if I should shake my head or walk away. I'll tell you this, Theon, okay? Uh, with the elven border of Keon, right north of the Five King Mountains where you're from, okay? Uh-huh. You you don't speak Sylvan, I am assuming? I speak Dwarven. That's close enough. True. Okay. So, right. Um, you don't speak Sylvan, but there's a learning center nearby in Keon, and you recognize <laughs> Sylvan. See where I'm going with this? Thank you. Thank you. Oh. I've been sitting on that for months. Oh. Um, you recognize Sylvan when it's being portrayed. And like I said, while you're contemplating, Dahlgren is literally saying, and he's doing this impression, and, and you don't know what the hell the story is about because he starts talking about a, a Taishan guy, and he's like, and then the three said, I didn't ask for your life story, Sonny. I just wanted to know why you're here. And then he flips around as if somebody else was translating. And then the tree says, common is fun. Get it? Anyway, the goblins who've been paying rapt attention just fall over freaking laughing and killing themselves. And thank you. I'm here all week. You know, and he slaps his mm-hmm. <laughs> job well done, entertained, and, you know, sees you. Hey, how's it going? I, uh, I got to get into doing Rob now. I got to do like a player a week. I did you great last week, Frank, by the way, if I do say so. Did I not do a great Frank last week? Good job. Good job. No, not really. <laughs> I'll probably do a, a worse Rob. So anyway, um, <clears throat> get into the old man dwarf here. Oh, Theowen. Oh, there you are. Made it back in one piece in the middle of the night. That's impressive. So since we're all speaking Dwarven and really loudly, you know, um, did you get uh, you get squared away? No, I, I dropped the halfling off and just made my way back here. I figured any monies that were owed is pretty safe and sound back there. Oh, money in the- yeah. no, you can trust the council. Oh, uh, yeah. No, their, their word is gold. It'll sit there nice and safe with us traipsing around out here. Um, where's the halfling? The cleric. Oh, she wasn't uh, much up to traipsing across the, the uh, boonies there at night, so she elected to stay back. You know, do the priestly things, sleep, you know, what they've got to do, and pray to their gods, whatnot. Mm. Well, I have a little bit of uh, a little bit of healing magic in me, so I suppose I'll schlep myself along since uh, you guys have, uh, um, you know, finished. Well, she didn't really have obligation, now that I think of it. She answered the call to heroes with us. We met her in the tavern at the Wizard's Grace. She answered the call of heroes, and she agreed to bring back the goblins safe and sound if, if they were found such, and uh, the arsonist when we found out about them. So I guess her obligation is filled. This is good. This is good. We could find out quite a bit in her absence. Yes, I like this. Good night. And he just falls over and sleeps right there. <laughs> hey, that's, a, that's a good thing. I'll look to uh, okay. Albright. How do we sit on uh, the defenses? Speaking of which, do you know what amphitheater theater is? Yes. Do you know how it works? Big, big yeah. stone wall. So, Theo, and you hear shrieking. Yeah, we like this ride. No, oh, we don't like this ride. Let us down. Yeah, we like this ride. No, oh, we don't like this ride. Let us down. Just echoing through the night coming off oh. of a parapet wall. <laughs> There's your defense right there. Albrecht slams the book shut in front of him. That's about enough of that. And I stand up. I'll be right back. Help yourself to the keg I got tucked in the corner there. Nodding to Theon. And I trudge up towards the keep. Muros! Hey, one more! 278! Damn it, laddie. 
Oh, wait. I can't get. Just let me get two more in. I'm about done. Two hundred and ninety-nine. Oh, yeah, right. Two of them are about the same weight as a halfling. You doing curl I mean, reps? You doing curl reps with these guys? Is that? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Three hundred. Oh, there you go. Elbrick, you got to catch these little tossers here before I let them go. Or you want me to bring them up? I ain't catching nothing, laddie. Hey, get hey. your buns down to the camp. We've got to get to sleep. We've got lots of exploring to do here tomorrow. All right, all right. You don't need to get yourself out of work up until little buns. Eh? No, like someone took a page out of your book and used it there for the tosser. Plus, laddie, the one's back at camp. The one's back. The one. Hey. <laughs> You know, Bellens, get your horses up here. I need to get down there. Do you want you? Time to get some good drinking on. And I'll just turn and head back to camp. So uh, after all this settles down and you guys, Maros, you come down with the goblins, or you just yeah. leave them tied up here overnight? No, no, I take them down. I'm losing them. You, you did good. You're not truly happening there. You lost, you got a lot lighter halfway through. Yeah, but, uh, you untie them, they pass out right there on the ground. Just doesn't hey. tell. Uh, look at the wee little devils. Wait, and the more drinking. Okay. So you drink the night away. Dahlgren's I thought a lot to Theoen. Theoen! Hey, there you are. What, <laughs> hey. what foolishness have you got going on up there? I hear you yammering about. Not foolishness stuff there. Just working on my peak physical perfection is all. That's it. Don't be a little jealous there just because I'm more of a peak specimen than you are. Uh, you're just jealous because Ma likes me best. Oh. I'm always trying to make up for it. Uh, she always picked the wee one for her favorite. <laughs> well... I would suggest a moderate amount of drinking, and we nail some doors shut and hunker down. I don't want something creeping up on us in the middle of the night and bite me on the arse. Ask where we'll set us up a, a safe camp. The goblins will take turn on watch. Rest tightly. Yep, we had, so you guys had set that up last game, so you're good. Besides all the freaking noise you're making. Dwarven stealth at its greatest. Yeah. We're establishing our radius. Should we sneak up on those dwarves? No, no, no. They sound too rangy. We'll just go this way. <laughs> sort of like an anti-stealth. <laughs> no one will stealth up on us because they, they, they don't want anything of that. All right, gentlemen. With as much rest as you can muster, perhaps sleeping in a bit. I mean, you have no obligations. You know, you did what you wanted for the town. You brought back your thing. The goblins are here just kind of looking at you half awake in the morning, rubbing their eyes, looking hopeful that you'll continue to maybe, you know, search the place or you know, dig a hole or maybe get back in there. They talked about cultists, Frank. Cultists that chased them out of the basement. Their pet bear that the audience fondly might have once known as Firepaw has grown big. And they warn that they keep him locked up. And uh, I think there's a guy named Phil that was talking about, you know, feeding the bear and didn't go well. And, you know, but it's their mascot. Hey, well, if we stumble across it, it may well be a dead mascot. Oh, the flappy ears get sad. What? No, 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 no. We, we've kept him alive and fed him all this time. Please, if you could free him, you know, return us to him. Or, or you know, if you don't mind, if we leave in the basement again, you know, we, we, we could we could be we helpful. Oh, we could be very helpful. I mean, uh, um, uh, Ike and Mike there spent the whole night dangling on a rope. Said it was the time of their lives, you know. When you wake up, Miros, these brave, brave goblins that you've beaten and scratched and dangled along a wall, okay, are telling the other goblins about how useful they were to you. Oh. And now, now you have, of the, you know, 12 to 20 goblins that are left, okay, you got at least eight lined up in front of you. You know, and there's, what's left of your rope is like bound and wrapped haphazardly down the line 
and they all want to be helpful. <laughs> At least these eight. Yeah, <laughs> I like these ones there. They got a little fire in their belly. Yeah, they've kind of ruined your rope, but that's okay. We can get more rope. <laughs> so, um, with our liaison, happy spending the night talking to the new little chieftain or whatever, the chieftain and the liaison. Do you remember their names? Nope. No. Anyone? Let me check notes. <laughs> Stars ring. Greta? No. Calvin? No. Nope. Nope. Don't. Didn't make a note. None of your name is Stella, right? <laughs> Going into the hell night here. Hell here. As I was saying, there's little P's that mark stuff, so I can, you know, if the DM happens to forget someone's name, scanning someone like um, Helba, the current Goblin Chief, and they actually have a couple of pictures of her. Okay, this was the hostage. That's why they, the rest didn't want to make a move because it was their current leader, right? And then there's Warble, Bumble Brasher, because they are of the, you know, Bumble Brasher clan. So these two, when you guys are, you know, look like you're up and ready to go finally and re-gearing and, you know, how to wash and ate and all that stuff, the two ladies approach you and, you know, kind of ask politely what what's the plan? Can, can you help us from here? You know, would, would you escort? And um, one wants you to take their liaison back to town. You know, or if you guys don't want to do that, they'll send a small contingent of goblins to guard her and make sure that she gets back safe. What do you want to do with our goblin aid support, guys? Well, I think if we just keep you folk here and looking after things, that'd probably not be a terrible idea. You all lived here. What can we expect from these uh, rooms and such? Oh, right. So, um, what else lives here besides you? I'll, uh, I'll reach into my pocket and pull out the crude map that I had them draw for me and hand it over to them. Yep. They draw a very crude map of the lower levels, uh, just a very basic layout of their home and, and, you know, where you could find their mascot and, and some basic stuff about the actual upper levels. And it's mm-hmm. just a bunch of elongated rooms and they're like, um, straw men, you know, in this big open area or, or, you know, bad bad mojo in this room with black tiles you know um and a whole bunch of well we don't go here and you know like you know they're they're taking it looks like the upper levels are taking very big broad guesses whereas the lower levels their home is a little bit more detailed so they live in a castle yet they don't wander about the ground level nope nope they're 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 happy in the dungeon there's something just not right in the head with goblins so we've we've got two choices we can either pacify this level here ahead of us or we can go down deeper i i'd be keen to make sure there's nothing coming up to bite me in the buttocks and that's why i like you even even keeled and sound of thought i too i'm like touching my buttocks without my permission i'll follow your leads lads you know i I just the fighting stuffs to you i just just don't want to get halfway downstairs and have something crawl up behind like albright was saying and bite us on the ass all right, Dion. I guess it's for a classic game of stones, parchment, and knife. Who goes first? No, I'll go first. <laughs> All right, Dion wants to take the bravado. That's fine. I need a good. I need a good springboard to get my lift off when I get in. Well, we might as well knock the dust off this armor sooner or later, right? <laughs> whap whap whap. Right. So shout out to Matt Bell, who sent us an email very respectively and kindly, and to whom it may concernly about shoddy armor and how we screwed that up. 
Joe, let's hear let's hear about shoddy armor. Let's hear you about ready, how you're you ready AC. there, Frank. You're no longer the tank. Yes. Yeah. Shoddy let's armor. It's like equivalent to plus five. No. Oh. <laughs> Be nice, but no, no. Uh, shoddy armor, which I guess somebody forgot to state that it was shoddy armor. So I stated it was shoddy. You guys were like, oh, "Well, okay. does it have the broken condition?" I went, "No, it just says shoddy." Okay. So, anyways, for shoddy armor, your lovely armor takes a minus two penalty to its AC. And <laughs> we, we will go into we will go into his character now and make these corrections immediately. Yeah. <laughs> so does that make it worse than the scale I had on earlier? Probably. Uh, I don't know. Like, didn't the AC of this stuff like it was plate, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like even crappy plates got to be better than just scale. I'm thinking, hoping. But then you also <laughs> the the actual one that kick in the can is the armor check penalty is also increased by two. Oh, that's right out. Yeah. So instead of okay, so instead of a plus six AC, it's only plus four. Instead of a regular negative three check penalty, it's negative five. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my scale back on in the morning. <laughs> okay, and sadly enough, uh, with shoddy armor, there is no value if you want to try and sell it. At least you can fake I it. I can I can fix it. Yeah. What, what about repairing it? Yep, you can always do repairs on your off time. It's just based on. Yeah your DC if you have the, the appropriate craft skill. Yeah, so the scale that I had was a plus three armor bonus. Oh, well, it's better because so it's plus four. To say yeah, it. So it'd be one pip better. Uh, but movement penalty is not as heinous. What is Bulwark? Bulwark has that um, reflex thing, right? Where you can just turtle up. I think we were talking about it last time. Yeah. It's up to you. You know what? You know what? I'm going to keep it. All right. Awesome. I'm going to keep it. See, allow me to modify your armor right here, right now. Please do so. Uh, I've made the decision to be turtle. I'm going to go full turtle. So it's plus four now. The AC special bonus isn't there. Dex modifying cap is at zero. It's a negative five. Uh, the speed penalty. Now, what did we talk about the speed penalty? Uh, because I make the, I match the strength needed to wear the armor. Yeah. That speed penalty is cut in half. So I'm still, I believe, at minus five feet per round. Okay, so I've got negative 10 on the armor. Is that wrong? Is it only negative 5? It should only be negative 5. Yeah, okay. I'm going to say this is... uh, Shoddy. Shoddy. Hell Knight. Cobbled armor. Because you literally put all kinds of different pieces together. It's not a single suit that, like, rusted. It's all kinds of different, you know. And didn't that Hell Knight armor give me some kind of a situational bonus? I forget exactly now. Yeah, the bulwark thing. Uh, Joe? No, no, no! It was like a bonus to a well, skill. He could, like, he could use it to uh, convince somebody that he was oh, a Hell Knight. Yeah. It gave him a bonus. Oh, right, yeah, because you have plus two for any non-Hell Knight, like no, like you know, like someone not affiliated or no that knows much about the order. That that sounds fairly illegal, though. <laughs> probably, <laughs> I probably wouldn't do that. I don't know. You're in Rome. I mean, this is the Citadel Alderaan wearing Hell Knight armor. Do as the Romans yeah, yeah. could possibly use it to intimidate some people. Uh, to, into running away rather than having yep. to fight them. Now, if you, I, have, mean, I mean, what I what I might do is do it through, impl- in, you know, implying it. Who do you think I am? You know, pointing at the crest, the castle behind me. Never come out and say I am a hell knight because that's that's lying. And yeah, know. that's that's true. He's that, brutally that means- honest and hurts feelings, but at least that's the truth true. comes out of Theon. I'll give you that. Um, I'm fine either way, because like I said, if you run into somebody that knows what's what, this might be insulting and fun roleplay. If you run into somebody that has no idea, 
and you guys go, I'm Umlo, then this could play out hilarious either way. So I'm down, you know, like, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to influence your decision, Frank. Yeah. Let that be stated. No, no, I'm, I am not going to claim to be a Hell Knight. Okay. If, yes. if I can twist it to make someone else think I am, right. I'll, I'll do that. Okay. Hell no on the Hell Knight. No problem. All right, boys. The sun it's rises. actually become a Hell Knight. <laughs> First dwarven Hell Knight. Don't tempt me. So, let's get that Book of Omens, eh? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, gentlemen, morning. The Citadel awaits. The town awaits. The goblins await your decision. You know, what we can do here, guys. Uh, I will not have Dahlgren uh, offer two cents unless directly asked by your party. Personally, I think it's in our best interest to help these folks regain their home. I mean, if we leave now, it's like the job's half done. Not to I agree. agree. There's potentially something very interesting lying in wait in the depths of the catacombs. Well, here, here's a thing to ponder. We've got gold waiting for us back in town. We could hoof back that way. We could re-equip. Oh, could... sure, because there's so many merchants waiting for us in the basement of this godforsaken place. That's right. What do you we need to re-equip buy... besides ale? I think you've just answered your own question. <laughs> and, and I beg your forgiveness. Okay. So I mean, that I'm just... Throw it, throwing that out there. I'm not sure. suggesting we go back. I'm just saying, hey, don't forget, we've got 20 gold waiting for us out there. That buys a lot of beer. A not lot to of mention belly. anything we happen to stumble across in our adventures in, in the catacombs, my friend. We're not all exactly armed to the teeth. 20 gold goes a long ways for survivability. Aye. Hey, talking about armed to the teeth. Look at this. <laughs> just, I just start flexing. <laughs> Nice. Armed every way. Flexes his gums, the little biceps pop up. <laughs> you know, uh, you know <laughs> over preparation is for non dwarves. We should just go. For the record, I'm not the only one apparently that uses old jokes from old podcasts there because uh, I, I know I've heard that before, Matt. Cool. And, and I'm just um, kind of going back to your last room. I'm assuming that's where you guys want to start. Or you want to knock open a brand new door somewhere? You no, know, I, I think it would be best to start in familiar territory. All right. So, Albright, what do you think? I'm not the brains of this outfit. Oh, I'll follow your lead, lad. All right. We got no rhyme, no reason to this. I say we, you know, leave no stone unturned, no door closed, and if it won't open, we break it. Hey, that's why I like you there, Albert. Yes, speak my language. Well, uh, let's let's be gentle and break it open doors. After all, if this is our keep, we've got to furnish and repair it. I want my house looking as fancy as possible if you get me drift. Right, and made of stone. Um, so it, if we're starting in this we're gallery... In, we're in um, exploration mode, so I don't think we need to like count movement. We'll just move nope. at your rate. Nope. Okay. However, like throwing up a door and scrapping around minis or whatever, I do need to. There is that proverbial freeze time, and there is the I'm keeping watch. I'm like I'm assuming a perception over stealth is your go-to, guys. Yep. For the encounter mode, and that's what we'll use in case for yep. exploration. Sorry, wonderful. Okay, so let us very quickly reread the room in case there's something because you guys just kind of breeze through there, and like, oh, what we hear something. Oh crap, there's a dragon. Let's run it through the room, trap the dragon, and you guys are all like all about the courtyard. I, uh, I don't think we'll it really taking our time. Finish the room, really explore. Yeah, as I said, leave no stone unturned. Right. Put up the DM block for you guys. To the north, many rows of stadium-style benches stands a wide dais. Garbage clutters what once was undoubtedly a pristine floor. A small corridor near the dais leads to the west, while to the north, an iron gate provides a view of the central courtyard. That's where you guys had breached. 
With Dahlgren just kind of watching our backs in the back corner, looking out and something popping through the doors, leaving the three of you to explore this place. So, since we are here in exploration mode, can I have your standing, um, what shall we say, your standing perceptions? Sure. Certainly. A 19. 24. 15. So, does anything... You guys are just fanning out. Like, do we have a, an order to this chaos? You guys are just kind of looking all the walls. What's uh, so what's there's the a dwarven way, you know? There's a dais, the right? <laughs> yes, with like a, a, a pew or a podium on it, right there. I want to check that bad boy out. Okay, so Miros is on the dais. What about the rest of you? Well, he moves to the dais. I'm going to move to the door. Okay, give that door right there a, a solid listening to. Does right. the door talk to me? All right. Does it say I have got a wee dragon on the backside of me? Don't open. Something like that. <laughs> You're snoring. Draconic snoring, right? Uh, Albrecht. <laughs> I'll take a look around the room for any symbols on the walls. Okay. Uh, there, that... there is something that has symbols on it. Okay. You guys find insignia, what are they called? It's an order of the cloth insignia. So it has the bursting star gold uh, nail insignia on a red background. Oh, the order of the nail? Yep. The, the okay. actual... Order itself. I had it here. Oops, not that one. That's the halfling. Hmm. That's the armor. Just clicking through my. Uh, huh. I must have. Uh, I must have tossed it. Anyway, uh, but I should be able to. Can I put it in here? Hmm. Six of them. Cabinets. Debris. There's more in the room than the the map. You know. Things, book, but leather cabinets. Yeah, le- leather book bindings. You know, pages strewn messily about the shelves. Whoever looted this place destroyed a lot of documents and stuff. But there are things to look at. Specifically, with a symbol, you guys find, um, you know, what you would believe is the order of the nail signia. Now, you guys have lore to actually back this. I can say that uh, Dahlgren would pop up and uh, say, you know, this was a hell night keep. You know, that's likely the insignia of the order that kept it. Uh, if memory serves me, the Order of the Nail. They were pledged to hold back the wild. You know, they weren't big on fey creatures and the encroachment of the wild on civilization. Bit of a strange bunch, but honorable. Cool. Um, there's, okay. like I said, there's ripped up documents. There's the insignia themselves. There's six of them. Um, anyway, Albrick, are you interested in these? Um, the, the word's gone right into my head here. It should be right in front of me, and yet... I'm looking for... It's like a banner. Like a tabard? or Yeah, like a banner or a tabard. Like a tabard that... Some of them are small, like a tabard that an actual Hell Knight could wear. And others are like, you know, like hanging on the wall. The banner. Okay. Take one of the Hell Knight tabards and fold it up and tuck it into the bag. Okay. Theon, with an awesome 24, the door is not snoring, not even draconically. Right. Um, That door seems quiet. Yep. Miros. Hey. This podium faces the actual benches so this is obviously some kind of lecture hall possibly that would you know contain this and that i mean there's books strewn about that are all ripped up that kind of thing there's even a couple of uh, pages and stuff in around the actual podium itself lying all over the place well that's the most interesting thing that i find just the pages toss about yep all right cool i'll pick one up okay Uh, uh missing you know what i mean like if you want to make sense of this documentation, you'd have to gather quite a bit of it. I just grab one page and give it a little quick gander. Can okay. I even read it? Yeah, it's written in uh, 
well, actually, does Chalaxian have an official language now? Uh, probably common, which is the Taladian language, which was a former Chalaxian is actually the, the colony. So, yeah, it's probably in common. All right. So what's the one page? Kind of give me the gist of that I read. Some names. Just names. Just, just it's like a list. Yep. I'll grab another page then. Okay. Um, something about temporary order badges. All right. Can I have a this society is- check? A society check? Yep. Certainly. As you as well, Albrecht. From the both of you. I got a 12. Mm, some knightly term that the Chalaxians use doesn't make, you know, doesn't mean anything to you specifically. Albrecht, the um, one that you choose, let's say it's more portable than the banner, it's like, like an actual Talbert, right? It's a generic, you're one of us kind of symbology, you would guess. This would be given to a recruit or what the Hell Knights call an armature, as in like squire to be a knight. You know, they're low level. Welcome to the knighthood. But you're not knights yet. You got to, you know, you got to pass all our tests and train like mad and learn our tenants of the knighthood and yada, yada, yada. And then eventually, if you pass our knightly test, join one of the orders, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, But this is their this is their uniform, as it were. You know, they would wear these this much I can give you. Seems to be some sort of orientation room mm-hmm. where they brought the wee fledglings in. Now, I will tell you this these have value to the knighthood. They consider them sacred. I mean, Bob's pieced together shoddy armor that was discarded, unless you like stole a guy's actual armor, they're probably not impressed. But this, you know, like this is like a badge of office, even though it's the lowest ranking, you know, to a Hell Knight or their order or the Asmodian culture. That they worship, it has a certain value. Right then. If only in Chelyax. As I said, I'll roll it up, tuck yep. it into the bag. Mm-hmm. Souvenir number one. There you go. So, you hear anything fancy through that door over there, Theon? Uh, this one's quiet. You know, well, why don't you up. open it up and listen with your eyes? Oh, let's have a listen at all the doors before we go kicking one open and inviting dangerous. I don't want to have it come from two doors. You're scared of the wee dragon. I'm not scared of no dragon. All right. So next. Give a listen at that door. Okay. You hear, um, imagine sitting at your dining room table and you're reading or you're playing with your dollies. I don't judge. Okay. And you suddenly shunt back your chair six inches and it makes that noise on the floor. Hold the hand up. Even though it is furniture on stone it is one of those you know a cat an animal a person somebody just kind of shunted furniture and it makes that distinct scraping burp noise hey lads and it's pretty this loud is the- <laughs> like i didn't even need you to roll it's kind of loud i'll tap on the door laddies this is the door we want to open oh something at one time i hurry up and stack up no oh, okay Get, just get, behind, yep, behind get, get into position, boys. Sounds like yep. we're going to enter more exploration mode. Axe out. One, two, three. Yeah! Open the door. Okay. Give me a second here. I'm just having fun with my uh, whoopsie. Don't <laughs> You're funny as their whoopsie. I, mis- <laughs> I misdrew something. I don't know how to take it back. <laughs> so much of the well, room. Open the door, and that's what we see. Yeah, we can't see through the walls. So, oh, okay. It worked out in the end. Yay. Okay. <laughs> This dingy room, gentlemen, is littered with toppled bunk beds and broken furniture. And I do mean they make like they're stacked vertically like a wigwam on each other. 
and okay. then throw, yeah. Wait, is this shoddy furniture? Possibly. Ryan, you, you, need, you need to get a little closer <laughs> to inspect. Fair right, enough. Right now, SWAT team, uh, SWAT team, you're, also, you're in position. Don't break formation. You don't. You don't want to suffer another flashback. Uh, don't tempt me. I did Frank. We burned like <laughs> half an hour on it. It was ugly. I move into the room. Five. Okay. Ten. Um, there's doors, two small but more private bed chambers, hang open along the western and southern walls. In the room center, the bed frames are stacked up on each other in some sort of fort or wigwam formation with filthy and ripped bedding draped over the top to form its ceilings and walls. Oh, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. We, uh, guys, get in here. Yeah. I want to, I want to do like a, a dramatic roll. Okay. To Theo on the left hand side and kind of do like a Charlie's Angel pose. And we're <laughs> waiting for Albert to fill in the, the blank. Sure. I was picturing you on the left, but I don't mind uh, commissioning the arc to have you on the right. <laughs> <laughs> so, dramatic pause. We're yep. just waiting for the, the Give for, Me Force captain. To and I'll stroll in. Yeah. Lean my, cross my arms and lean up against the own. Yeah. <laughs> now, have you broken formation, Miros, because that's like a half wall? Are you supposed to be lined up, or did Albert I, miss I the cue for like a battle wedge? I'm kind of adapting. I'm trying to lean against the wall very cool, and it's not working out for me. But I'm doing the damnedest that I can. All right. Actually, Who don't. Puts a he rolls in, but he's a little too close to the wall, so he tries to do this, the striking badass pose <laughs> against it, but he kind of like trips himself up over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Of. He puts his hand against it because it's on the angle. He slides. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Bang on. All right. Hey, something. Something's in there. So, something's in there. And it doesn't sound like we're being very stealthy. <laughs> I heard it when it's dwarven stealth. Nope. We're just talking. We're using dwarven stealth. Yeah. I don't have to sneak up on you if you make me. All right. It's distasteful and dishonest to sneak up on someone and put an accent. It's more a thing you want to hit them in the face with. Okay, that make that makes sense. Um, but I'm not beyond pushing their little tree fort over on them. Wait, wait! Before you go push it over, there's, there's something I want to go do with it. Before okay. you. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's, let's stop. I'm stopping time here. Okay, you guys came in. You looked around. I gave a description, and then you waited for like form up mode, which takes a few moments at least. So if anyone's here, you guys come tumbling in. One, now you. Two, now me. Three. And then more discussion. So let me get things settled here because I am bringing up the combat tracker. Oh, the creature. I've got. That's something. what he refers to as children. I've, I've got something. Something's in there. It's Maybe. a chair squeaker. <laughs> I hate chair squeakers. Possibly. All right. So you guys form up. Okay. And you hear more movement in the fort. <laughs> as it were. And. Oops. Going, Inner through, go, going, going through, uh, <laughs> going through the actual encounter now. Theoen, you know, it looks like something's getting ready in there. It could be casting a spell. It could bust out and charge you. It could just hide and whimper, whatever. But it just that rush of adrenaline that something stirs before us hits you, and you go first with your twenty-four. And I'm going to start some live battle music. Oh, that's nice. 